Hi, welcome to Port City Catholic, the trust episode. This is the first episode that we actually posted to our website. It begins with uh, a rather lengthy uh, evening prayer that we're just rounding out. We were still learning how to record, believe it or not, or how we wanted to record. So um, this is the trust episode. If you plow through uh, the first nine minutes, uh, we haven't figured out yet how to delete that out of the episode. But here it is. If you um, <laughs> persevere, I think you'll really enjoy it. Anyway, Port City Catholic, encourage, give heart, reach out, and be a voice. Here we go. Because God has blessed you forevermore. O mighty one, gird your sword upon your thigh, in splendor and state, ride on in triumph, for the cause of truth and goodness and right. Take take aim with your bow in your dread right hand. Your arrows are sharp, people fall beneath you. The foes of the king fall down and lose heart. Your throne, O God, shall endure forever. A scepter of justice is the scepter of your kingdom. Your love is for justice, your hatred for evil. Therefore God, your God, has anointed you with the oil of gladness above other kings. Your robes are fragrant with aloes and myrrh. From the ivory palace you are greeted with music, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Yours is more than mortal beauty. Every word you speak is full of words. I think that's different. Anyway. Um, The bridegroom is here. Go out and welcome him. Listen, O daughter, give ear to my words. Forget your own people and your father's house. So will the king desire your beauty. He is your Lord. Pay homage to him. And the people of Tyre shall come with gifts. The richest of the people shall seek your favor. The daughter of the king is clothed with splendor, her robes embroidered with pearls set in gold. She is led to the king with her maiden companion. They are are escorted amid gladness and joy. They pass within the palace of the king. Sons shall be yours in place of your fathers. You will make them rulers over all the earth. May this song make your name forever remembered. May the peoples praise you from age to age. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. When you took on flesh, Lord Jesus, you made a marriage of mankind with God. Help us to be faithful to your word and endure our exile bravely until we are called to the heavenly marriage feast to which the Virgin Mary, exemplar of your church, has preceded us. I will entrust all people to his care, for he has given himself up to death for all. God has blessed us in Christ. What do you have? I have Ephesians 1-2? Yep. Yep. But what do you have as the the antiphon? God planned in the fullness of... I think you have some Lenten ones. Yeah, I have some Lenten ones in mine. Yes, go for it. Read yours. Okay. God has blessed us in Christ. Through him, at the cost of his blood, we have been redeemed. Oh, there I have it over there. Okay. Praise be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has bestowed on us in Christ every spiritual blessing in the heavens. God chose chose us in him before the world began to be holy and blameless in his sight. He predestined us to be his adopted sons through Jesus Christ, Such was his will and pleasure 
that all might praise the glorious favor he has bestowed on us in his beloved. In him and through his blood we have been redeemed and our sins forgiven, so immeasurably generous in God's favor to us. God has given us the wisdom to understand fully the mystery, the plan he was pleased to decree in Christ. A plan to be carried out in Christ, in the fullness of time, to bring all things into one in him, in the heavens and on earth. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. God has blessed us in Christ. Through him, at the cost of his blood, we have been redeemed. At the appointed time, Romans, oh, second time. Hmm? What am I reading? The reading. Does it start there? It's, it should oh, be. Oh, mine's reading. longer. Mine's five. Almost Romans two. five? Yeah. It's a bit longer. Okay. At the appointed time, when we were still powerless, Christ died for us godless men. It is rare that anyone should lay down his life for a just man, though it is barely possible that for a good man, someone may, may have the courage to die. It is precisely in this that God proves his love for us, that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Now that we have been justified by his blood, it is all the more certain that we shall be saved by him from God's wrath. For if when we were God's enemies, we were reconciled to him by the death of his son, it is all the more certain that we who have been reconciled will be saved by his life. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. We worship you, O Christ, and we praise you. As Moses lifted up the serpent in the desert, so must the Son of Man be raised up, so that all who believe in him may have eternal life. My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God my Savior. For he has looked with favor on his lowly servant. From this day, all generations will call me blessed. The Almighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name. He has mercy on those who fear him in every generation. He has shown the strength of his arm. He has scattered the proud in their conceit. He has cast down the mighty from their thrones, and has lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he has sent away empty. He has come to the help of his servant Israel, for he has remembered his promise of mercy, the promise he made to our fathers, to Abraham and his children forever. Glory be the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. that all who believe in him may have eternal life. The Savior of mankind, by dying, destroyed death, and by rising again, restored life. Let us hum humbly ask him, sanctify your people, redeemed by your blood. Redeemer of the world, give us a greater share of your passion through a deeper spirit of repentance so that we may share the glory of your resurrection. Sanctify your people, redeemed by your blood. May your mother, comfort of the afflicted, protect us. May we console others as you console us. Sanctify your people, 
redeemed by your blood. In their trials, enable your faithful people to share in your passion and so reveal in their lives your saving power. Sanctify your people, redeemed by your blood. You humbled yourself by being obedient even to accepting death, death on a cross. Give all who serve you the gifts of obedience and patient endurance. Sanctify your people, redeemed by your blood. Transform the bodies of the dead to be like your own in glory and bring us at last into their fellowship. Sanctify your people, redeemed by your blood. Our Father, who art, who art in heaven, heaven hallowed be thy name. Thy, thy kingdom come, come. thy, thy will, will be done, done on earth as it is in heaven. heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil amen bless us O powerful god by the suffering and death of your son strengthen and protect us in our weakness we ask this through our lord jesus christ your son who lives and reigns with you in the holy spirit one god forever and ever amen the lord be with you May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 Oh, it was me in the chest. <laughs> Got a little emotional in there. <laughs> oh. This whole like He predestined us to be His adopted sons through Jesus Christ. I'm like, why does anyone say no to that? Why? Like, why did I say no to that for so long? Why did I not know that? Why did I not get that? Why Why do other people don't... Oh, I, I don't get it. I don't know. I was just like... Why doesn't... Like, that's amazing. <laughs> that's everything, right? I mean, that's, mm -hmm. that's really the heart of, of our... You know, our life you know realizing that realizing your identity as you know holy chosen beloved just changes everything right you can't you can know all the theology in the world you can know all the rules but until you know that and believe it and mm. you know it's real i think it's i think you're absolutely right i mean there is nothing greater but i suspect that why people don't why many reject it is because they haven't seen it lived out close enough to them yeah totally. they, they've seen something else that turns their nose yeah. away from it a bit you're right not yeah. just their nose that their whole body you know what you're right you're so right um yeah i was talking to sister nula about we're talking about stuff and she was saying you know there's this she, she's really into um, I have to mention Sister Nula in every talk, <laughs> in a, um, um, like accompaniment, like the evangelization of accompaniment, and yeah, the evangelization of accompaniment. And should I start again? So yeah, Sister Nula was talking about the evangelization yeah. of accompaniment, uh, which was that there's there's teaching the more morality and the theology 
of faith and professing what is right and wrong, but there's something, but there's another side. There's the, the witness to love. And I think, I think this is where like spiritual friendship comes in hugely that if you have been loved by someone who loves Christ and who who makes you feel that Christ is loving you through that person like changes everything right I, I agree changes with everything that. so yeah I mean yeah, it's. I think I. Yeah, you know, I you know, agree. you know, you know, you know. This yeah, person. I agree completely with that. Is you know, <laughs> is. Is Christ, you know, when they, are when they talk to you, when they, are, just you know, being their loving self to you. You're like, I can feel Christ loving me through you. Now I know how Christ loves me, and that's just through another person, mm-hmm. <laughs> right, and. You know, it makes me want to be like that to other people. Like, I want to be your friend like that. I want other people to, to, you know, to know that Christ loves them when they talk to me. I think for all the reading and theology and everything in my life, it was, it was the love of other Christians that that made that come alive. I agree. That's what does it. Yeah. <laughs> it's the power of Christ shown to us through, through other people that we're with. Um, and I like what you're saying very much about, I want to be that for other people because I have not previously looked at it that way Uh, instead after experiencing the love of a good close friend who loved christ um and uh, honestly like my soul came alive um i was convinced that christ was real because if this person, this friend of mine, this, this um, priest friend of mine, because of him, I wanted to believe in Christ more. I wanted to believe in Christ more. Um, but I never got to that stage of saying, I want to be this for someone. That's going to give me something to hopefully think about, not just talk about. But before... I would bemoan the fact that that friendship was so real and so good and based on Christ, but it was in the seminary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and now that's over. Yeah. And so I'm left holding the bag. I'm left looking at Christ and saying, you know, what was that about? Why did you give me this experience? Almost like John of the Cross who says, you know, why did you let my heart get wounded and then fail to carry me off to the Lord? Well, why did you give me this experience of great friendship and a man who really loves the Lord and who I be- I actually believe more in Jesus after hanging out with him? Why did you give that to me and now I don't have it? Instead, I, being thankful, don't get me wrong. No, I know, I'm being I know. totally thankful. I know. But yeah, but just 
that notion of like, well, maybe I could be like that for somebody else. I never thought about that. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've thought of that a lot. And, um, and if that has to, if that friendship has to be taken away or changed, separated, changed. Yeah. 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 Um, and, um, but it's not gone forever. <laughs> it's just gone for now. It was like a little crying break for five minutes now. <laughs> that just reminds me of, um, so anyways, um, yeah, I mean, you know, for all the things about love, about Love isn't just about feelings. Love is about willing the good of the other, which is true. There are there exactly, exactly. Like it's love true. is a feel. It's true. Yes, but you feel it is willing the good of the other. But is you other. feel so good I, when I only, you are loved. <laughs> I only snore because I haven't thought through what Aquinas is actually saying there, and I've heard it from Baron and a few other people, like even a close mm-hmm. friend who was like, I was like, well, what is? Love? I was in this mood. What is love? What is it really? And he's like, willing the good of the other is the other. And I was like, yeah. give me yeah. a break. Well, and, and then I'm like, wait a sec. That's, that's true. It that is true. Is, it is true. You know, but, but there's, for a long time, I thought, okay, I can live with that definition. Okay, whatever. I can be a robot. I can, you know, I can just think <laughs> about what's, what's the love, what's the, the good thing to do for somebody. Da, 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 da. But then, you know, a, a beautiful spiritual not friendship. Not what Aquinas was saying. Don't be I know, I'm not Aquinas. Sorry. <laughs> this is um. This is just my personal pro- okay, personal right. commentary. No, but and it's true. That is what that is what love is. And this is not what I'm going to say. It doesn't take that away. But when someone truly does love you because they truly celebrate that you exist and that you are God's creature, and they truly do will the good for you. There is a feeling, you know, and you feel awesome. You feel, you feel God's love. And I mean, it's, it, it is a feeling. It is a feeling as well. There's a feeling in that. Right. And you don't chase the feeling. I mean, the feeling can, feelings come and go, but it's a, it's a consolation, right? Um, and uh, I remember. Oh. Yeah, I mean, I'm in complete I'm not, agreement with that. I, I mean, mean, it's it's spicing up the Aquinas definition. But it changed, I mean, that, that. You know? And it, the other thing is, I can't will the good of the other as other all the time. It takes too much energy. Mm-hmm. But that's because I haven't really thought about what he's actually saying. Well, to be there's fair. part of it is the habits. I mean, we we order society and we tell globe. our kids to do certain things. Sorry, I saw you have a massive globe. I do. <laughs> he's not referring to the size of my head. It is a globe. <laughs> it is a globe on the on the on the desk. Um, I'm in complete agreement with that. I'm in complete agreement with that. There's there's an element of that because you know if but, love motivates us. Sorry, that's me telling me to go to bed. No, it's telling me to pray again. <laughs> we'll just snooze that. It's good. <laughs> Can we come home yet? Oh, I think they're home. Oh yes. Oh my please God. do. Oh, oh please do. <laughs> I think he's home. Hello, honey. My my husband is taking the kids out to um keep it quiet. Yes, we are at the Fabrizi household. Yeah, Fabrizi's in the house and Fab- Knox is in the house. Yeah. Um. It could get really loud here, and this may go into the vault along with. 
anything else we've ever recorded. All the other ones, but no. We just just pretend we have a podcast so we can make an excuse to, like, talk to each other. Yeah, we don't actually have a podcast. We need to... We need therapy. Say... We need to say stuff out loud. And the vault is just growing. We have episodes that will never see the light By the time these things get out there, it'll be like, oh, old news, whatever. Okay, Um, so listen, I watched the Catching Foxes... which I thought you might have suggested. Maybe you didn't. This guy, his name is Luke Gomer. He speaks at Steubenville things. And and uh, this other guy, I don't really know him. Um, and so I, I brought in a bunch of new podca- Catholic podcasts. And so I was listening to theirs, and they were like, they're really interesting. They're good to listen okay. to. It's an explicit yeah, it wasn't one. So me. there's I a few, heard that one. there might be a few words in it. Um, but... He's like, yeah, would you ever have thought that we would have 2 million views since we started, like, last year? Wow, that's and us. That's us, Father. <laughs> I know. The entire population of St. John that's was sitting twice. That's where I was going with that. Yeah, that's where I was going with that. We'll be able to look back at the vault and be like, look, at there's yeah. 2 million people um, binge-watching all these episodes because they're just... That gold. Golden. But, you know, even if they don't see the light of day... <laughs> Well, the people are our, our episodes. <laughs> our life. <laughs> if our life remains unknown. Yes. Um, let me ask you, can I ask you a serious question? Sure. Why do you think we're doing this? That's not really a fair question. Maybe, Why but... do I think we're doing this? I mean, how did it come to be that this idea got into our heads? Or why? What are? What's our motivation to do this? What do you mean? Any way you want to. Well, take I it. will say that I. You can take that question and make it a better one. I will. <laughs> if you want. I will say that I have felt this entire podcast season website <laughs> everything to do with this is like the Lord saying, "I want to take you somewhere," and. You're just going to come along for the ride. Right. And that's how I'm feeling. So okay. why are you doing this? Because I am saying, okay, Jesus, I trust in you. Let's go. Let's see what's, let's see what's going to happen. Right. So, yeah. Cool. So kind of like that, that, that's what, I, that's why we're doing it. That's why, that's why I think we're actually doing it. What do I hope to come of it? Um, I don't know. I thought, I thought, um, at first it would be encouraging and uplifting <laughs> Right. And um, um, a good way to meet Father Knox. Um, <laughs> we actually don't know one another. We don't really at all. <laughs> I know. We've had like one conversation before we started yeah. this podcast. It's super odd, isn't it? Because... I know. I was like, I don't know if we're going to get along or this is going to be terrible. <laughs> so, so far, it's, it's, we, we haven't punched each other yet. No. Um, I hit a kid. We literally by had today, never but... talks. Except for, like... I talked to you once at DMCS in the staff room with, like, 20 other people. Full disclosure, the first time I talked with you, I was like, whoa, she is, like, wild energy person. Oh, no, the first time you talked to me, you thought I was a sister. Oh. Because I was dressed like St. Faustina. And you you said, oh! You look like a sister. (laughs) And the lighting was bad, so there you go. I was... Yeah. So second time, oh, you thought I had energy, hey? Oh, my God, like, (laughs) crazy energy. And I was like... (laughs) No, and the oh, no. I think, I think 
think the, <laughs> no, only, <what? laughs> the only way that I can talk to you, if I can put it this way, is on the podcast because I know that we're reaching out to another audience and that you're really... Uh, sometimes I'm covering a lot of ground and burying myself Let's see. Yeah, there the we go. This... Um, sometimes I think like, if I can just let her go and let her say her thing... Um, so there's three things I'm doing here. One is my initial observation, which was, whoa. The second one, second one was, this really, this works in, in the context of a podcast and sharing faith. And it's, it's kind of cool. And then third thing of just like, um, you got to trust that you do, you have something to, to give. You do. You, you've got something to to offer and and it's a good thing and as i've reviewed these <laughs> few podcasts that we that we've done there are moments where i'm like i'm really glad i let her go on that because at the time i'm judging it and going where are we going here yeah um but it's it's you go you got stuff to give Thanks. and so i'm like i'm glad i'm not just an energizer energizer buddy. yeah, yeah no, but I'm, I, I'm just i'm i'm like huh and I wonder if you knew that about yourself before you did it. But anyway, side side issue, not a not a main issue. Anyway, hmm. yeah, this is this is uh, yeah, like the podcast affords a person an opportunity to throw something out there, and I feel like if we give one another the opportunity to complete our thoughts, Which we'll I'm not- get there. Like, like there's something good in it and people will ultimately either listen or not. And they'll either be kind of entertained because that's part of it, right? We, we're both aware that there's people listening and we both want those people to <laughs> not turn it off. <laughs> not turn it off, yes. <laughs> so there is that element, right? We're both aware of that. Um, neither, I was thinking as we were driving out here, neither one of us are trained in media stuff. We're not, we're not. Um, you know, broadcasters, we're not, you know, right. we're just two people who feel like we have something we could say. And yeah. that's what we do. That's right. That's right. And I think we're pretty good. I think so too. <laughs> it's funny, I was saying, um, so as we're recording this, I didn't realize how much this happened in my life, but I have this dialogue going on in my head of things I'm thinking of saying and then the things that actually come out so after every recording I'm like oh my gosh I can't believe I said that and then I listen back I'm like oh I didn't actually say that thing that I thought of so I have a better filter <laughs> first... thanks be to God <laughs> yeah listen folks if you're judging us hired right now and being like this podcast sucks they're no good I did, I challenge you and I actually I would encourage you to do this anyway start your own podcast um, and don't I'm not saying you'd ever post it but sit down with a friend sit down with somebody that you find interesting um, sit down with your with your brothers or sisters and record a conversation and see where it leaves you and I think you'll find my god what a treasure if you have a conversation with your mother or your father, maybe about something special to them or with your brothers or your sisters. Um, and I say this because I've, I, since we started doing this, I started to do this when I went, 
with my brothers for my brother's birthday up in Halifax. I po- I proposed that we do a podcast together, oh, nice. one that would never see the light of day, yeah. but we would still talk. Yeah. And honest to God, like uh, it was about a half hour long or whatever. Um, and I still like I listen to that before I go to bed last night. I'm just listening to their voices. Yeah. Oh man, that's just giving me so many memories. Um, my brother had to do a project back in elementary school back in the day of the cassette recorders and stuff and he had to interview like an older relative about what life was like mm. when they were growing up and so they my dad built this whole kind of recording setup so that the phone like he the big block of foam with cutouts so that they could attach the phone to the speaker <laughs> and then he talked on either line and it was it turned out really well and he got a recording of my great uncle who's now passed um about growing up on a farm in the great depression and i remember yeah, just listening to their conversation and, oh, I don't know whatever happened to that tape. I'm, my parents probably have it somewhere. Um, but yeah, it was so chair. I mean, hearing those stories when he told them to my brother, it was things I, he talked about what it was like to be a kid, to play what kind of toys they played with or what kind of games they did, you know, how he would drive the horses to school and the horses would run their way home right. on their own and all this kind of stuff that, you know, I just never knew. It just came so alive. His, he's the oldest brother of my grandfather and, um, and, um, uh, yeah, it's, I, you know, it changed how I saw my grandparents, my grandfather and his generation. And, um, yeah, that's a great idea. Maybe I should do that with my family when I, when I go home next time. So, Am I not talking loud enough? Isn't that weird? Hmm. It's like super dead. Hello? Weird. Maybe I'm too low. I might... Oh, <laughs> there you go. I might, am I, I'm sitting on the floor and the table's up high. It's working now. Maybe this was the podcast that was not meant to be. <laughs> You're perfect now. If I'm just like leaning over here, like my head's resting on the table. <laughs> go over here. You're going to pass out for my bad breath. <laughs> But now we can't hear you. So, um, <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, yeah. I've I've gotten the uh, ener- the energy comment before. The speed of my the speed of my speech contributes largely to that. But I am a pretty pretty uh, energetic person, I guess you could say. <laughs> so, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm glad that you thought I had something worthwhile to say. I try to. I'm glad to hear that. I try to think a lot. So hopefully. Something good comes out. I, I just think there's probably a bunch of people who come in, they see all that energy, they go, holy cow, I'm going to go run hide now. And they write you off and hear, we get to hear the, like we get to, for someone like me who makes a snap judgment, we get to come back and go, oh my God, like there's, there's depth there. There's, there's stuff. Oh, so there. you thought it was shallow as well as Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's, see, I get that a lot too. And I remember when I was in grad school, um, so partly, okay, so the thing Not is... Not shallow, but I didn't think that you had what I see you have. I didn't think that you had... <laughs> depth? <laughs> Not depth, but I didn't think you could put it out there in the way that I've seen oh. that you can. And I sure as heck didn't think that you could write the way that you write. Oh. There's no way I would have... I would have thought that because you're, um, yeah, it's almost like another being altogether. Oh. Yeah. 
Thanks. Yeah, it's so good that I, I don't even have to read it in your voice. Most people's stuff, I appreciate more if I read it in their voice. Okay. I read it in the way that they would say it. But, yeah, you've, yeah. So, so it's, very, it's good. It's good stuff. Keep Thanks. it up. Well, I was going to say, when I was, in, to go. when I was in graduate school, um, this one guy who was a um, lab tech, it's very blunt, very direct. I appreciate that. This, by the way, is why Father Knox <laughs> doesn't have a whole lot of people come to him for like. No, for, this is good for no, help. He said to me. He said, "I said I, I gave my first talk at the in the department for my. Uh, it was like a yeah. It was a, a seminar. I a seminar series. I I let I gave the first talk of the whole series actually, and um, <laughs> he came up to me. He goes. You have got a great gift because you look like such an airhead, but you're actually really smart. That's what I'm saying. You know? Yeah. He's like, it's the dimples. That. It's the dimples. It's the voice. <laughs> the chipmunk voice. And I look young. I look younger than I am. So all together, he said, it's good. You can pull the wool over people's eyes because he's, yeah. like, he's like, people like are very, people will kind of like mansplain yeah. to me kind of thing. And yeah. then I can turn, like I used, they used to hate me at the defenses because I would ask a question and ask, act Kind of like, um, so can you just explain da 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 da? And then I'd go, but doesn't that mean da 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 da? And then there's like dun dun da, the dagger of death, and you hear the big <gasps> gasp, the hole in the thesis, right. and they'd start to cry. And right, and that Jennifer. And I think the other thing is too that we explain. <laughs> let me just preface this by saying I don't know where this podcast has gone, but we're here now. We're now analyzing Jen's on, like, freakiness. Yeah. But... <laughs> and we've got ten more minutes, so... Um, <laughs> so, like, but here's the thing. I think that people assume that... Um, that if you are going to be leading something, mm-hmm. you have to be uh, a CEO, you you have to be completely commanding on X Y and Z. You've gotta you've gotta be uh, know everything that you want to do. Know the vision. You gotta. Do, do, do. You have to be choleric. What? Choleric, like those like four ancient personality types. Choleric, choleric, C H O L E R I C. I know how to read words. I can't say them. Choleric, sanguine, melancholic, right. phlegmatic. Choleric people are like that who make a decision. They are right here assertive. Yep. They are firm. Yep. They are not going to stop until that goal is fulfilled. Okay. And they're like, Rah! yeah. They you are intense. not that person. I'm not. No. But as I, and <laughs> I, neither am I. Um. At, oh my gosh. Wave. <laughs> Way out there. But here's the thing. I read about. By the way, it's a great book. As a man, I felt, and as a proud man, I I kind of <laughs> felt a proud like. Man. I didn't want Sorry. to listen. I didn't want to. It was the sister. What her name? The big one who found. She's not big. But. Sister. What her name? You know that sister. You know, as a proud man, you sisters can big, say stuff. The big one. Mother Angelica. She's got a media empire. Mother Angelica. Billion dollar yes. media. Yes. EWTN. That kind one? of a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. So I read her biography. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I'm going to stop talking to I'm the father and continue. <laughs> I'm going to kill this point. Um. <laughs> okay. She was kind of big. <laughs> what? Like towards the end. Oh my gosh, father. Yeah. Father. Okay. I am not going to interrupt you again. Please continue about Mother Angelica. So, 
bottom line is read that book because and i meant i said proud because i she's on the front cover this yes old big glasses traditional nun and it says something like you know um mother angelica the story of a nun her verve and her spirit or something like that Uh, she was a punchy woman but what totally surprised me was she was charismatic and impulsive. Um, she was somebody, there's one scene in the book where she's looking to do a shortwave radio program and she's like, I feel like God is saying we've driven far enough in the woods now and that knoll over there, I can see a satellite. Okay. Yeah. With fire coming out of it. Okay. And that's the place we're going to buy it right now. Yeah. And they did. And they did. And they... Like, this isn't some lady with, um, you know, weird psychological hang-ups who says, I think I see a, a satellite sticking out of that that bush mm-hmm. over there and let's buy it now and make it into a shortwave thing. She had... All kinds of skills. She had all kinds of things. But the Lord didn't move through those things at several key junctures. It was like images. It was thoughts. It was just kind of like intuition. And I liked it because I was like, I, I get this. Mm-hmm. I-, I can identify with this. Yeah. I thought she was just this really super gifted. And she was. But really super gifted like... um I'm the nun and I'm going to make it happen and I'm going to like there's one story early on in the book where she looks at she's got people working for her uh building mm-hmm. and they say they do the 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 carpenter or the the person that you're hiring thing mm-hmm. where they say look we've got so much work and we'll be back in 2 weeks we're just going to grab our tools and she looked at them cuz she came out every day and mm-hmm. watched over these guys and she called them all rocco or whatever like she called <laughs> and and yeah. they let they liked it yeah. yeah. but she said if you take your tools right now you can keep driving because i will be hiring somebody else you're oh, on wow. this job this is my job yeah. and so i thought i was going to be reading a book where that kind of woman in control very mm-hmm. savvy very mm-hmm. good peoply that's how she built this empire. That's how she won the game. Um, and I'd just be totally bowled over by that. I'd be like, that's not me. I don't, yeah. I can't do that. But that same woman, is, and critical, the more critical the juncture, the less her natural powers and yeah. skills with people came to the fore. And more it was like, you know, this this intuition, this move, this yeah. this this gamble even yeah. with this woman. So anyway. That's so cool. Um, yeah. Yeah, there's this... Um, yeah, that yeah, God's strength is perfected in weakness, and He often uses like those weak points where she would have to totally be trusting, right? Um, I'm working on an article for this other project I'm doing, and that was kind of the theme of what we were talking about. That um, you know, it's 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 easy it's easy to go on our own strengths to sort of rest on our abilities to to do things and uh, it's hard to stop and rely on prayer and rely on waiting on God to to be calling the shots right um and I mean we all have to in some case you know make a plan and sort of 
go with it, but paper. at the same time, um, we have to, uh, we have to, I, I think in our culture, we don't do it enough. We don't wait enough. We don't uh, stop and, um, and wait on the Lord enough. Um, you know, talking about what, why are we doing this podcast? Just before we were starting, one of the things when I, I was meeting with this other group, um, you know, we were praying and this meeting and I was just like concentrating so hard and I was just like, all I could see were clouds. And I'm like, it wasn't, I wasn't seeing nothing. I was seeing clouds and like, it was like walking through the fog and, and feeling just so much like, I'm not going to know where we're going with this, but I have to trust God. And that's kind of how I'm feeling. I feel like that had to do with this project we're doing here with mm-hmm. the pod, with the podcast, right? Um, so, uh, yeah, I guess, you know, we, we all, can feel like discouraged, right? That we feel like, you know, God isn't telling me what to do in my life. I don't know what I'm supposed to doing. I have these gifts. I have these plans. They're not working out, right? But yeah, sometimes it's those crazy things. I mean, I was teased mercilessly for my speech growing up. I hated talking growing up. I love to talk. I mean, I was was a talker with my family, but I hated speaking publicly when I was little. I hated, um, even as an adult, I don't mind teaching, I don't mind talking to groups live. I quite enjoy it, but the thought of my voice recorded, hate it so much. And yet here I am, we're doing this podcast, right? And we're enjoying it. And and my voice doesn't sound as horrible as I thought it did when I'm hearing it, right? Maybe. 100%. It's just the iPhone, right? And to me, that's like why when when I had you know, that that sort of inkling to do this, that's when when you first asked me why do you want to do a podcast, and I said I said something God told me to, and you kind of rolled your eyes. I'm like, no, I mean, <laughs> just because it's so out of my comfort zone that I just had nothing else to explain it, right? And I think I think sometimes you know we. Um, cast a suspicious glance on p- at people who follow their intuition, like, you know, or, or feeling spirit-led. And of course oh, you have to test all things. Yeah. Oh, right, right, yeah. you know? Mm. Um, you know, <laughs> you have to test all things, obviously, right? But sometimes you just know, you know, right? And and you talk to other people and they're like, yes, that's, that's uh, again, good reason to have spiritual friendships and, and uh, good, you know, good confessor, good priest in your life. Um, so, uh, I don't know where we're going with all this, what were we saying? So Mother Angelica just kind of blew you away though, because the gifts that she used that were so amazing were not the gifts that were her, her strengths, right? Right. It wasn't her strengths that was, that was, um, that she built on. You're not really admiring her, the really God's glory, God was glorified through the actions because it was so... You know, just he always uses the weak. You know, again, back to Bonhoeffer, like God uses, you know, the weak, the weak, the weak, weakness is not imperfection 
weakness is perfection if you can trust in God in your weakness. That's truly to trust, right? You know, we say, oh, I trust, I trust in you, but I'm going to just wear the safety belt anyways, right? Um, <laughs> it's a marathon. <laughs> I'm going to trust in you, but by trusting, I mean, um, you know, it's like the, that blind walk where you have to hold someone's hand with a blindfold. Do you ever have to do that? I hate that. And and you're like, I have trust in you. I'm just going to peek no, out and like <laughs> uncover my eyes, right? Right. Um, but, um, you know, sometimes you can't uncover, you can't remove the blindfold, right? And are we still willing to play the game when we can't remove the blindfold on, on God's terms, right? Are we willing to to say, yeah, Jesus, I I really do trust in you, you know? And I think that's what Mary showing me what are you saying yes no yeah i'm just looking over there i know the answer is yes but i'm like uh yeah i just I don't look- like that game yeah like the trust game because here's the thing if i'm with somebody who's super slow i mean super slow and is just leading me like <laughs> like an, um, I don't know, an octogenarian i'm cool with that person but i've also been linked with the like the spazzy over amped girl like me on sugar, <laughs> right that's where i met you father i don't think so i think you're more kind than this person that i was with so i'm with this over amped on sugar girl who's like <laughs> grab you by the hand and like lead you yeah. all over the like that scared the heck out of me i don't yeah. like the game then yeah, so yeah, it yeah. has to do with but god is gentle right the leader, but we're right? afraid that we're afraid but is god he is... though <laughs> well not necessarily gentle secure safe like it's ultimately this life you might break your leg and fall down and die but heaven thanks mom <laughs> heaven. <laughs> right on. No, you know what i'm just looking i have to say this um oh, i'd be like do i say it do i not say it we have one minute um good friday a couple years ago i was in this room i was feeling so overwhelmed like so anxious that weekend um and i took that picture off the wall of the shot of turin yes and i sat on the floor with it and And i just talked i did i hugged him and i talked to it and i cried and i just felt the most i don't i don't know if i want to say this on here i don't know it's private i'll stop okay (laughs) there we are folks a cliffhanger for you to come back for on another episode of Jen Fabrizi, Father Aaron Knox, Port City Catholic, Daughters of St. John, which is still, I think, a, some kind of a blessed, inspired name um, for all you daughters out there of the king. Um, I want to give my 20-second roundup. Here's one really quick thing, failures and bunk beds. So I want to come back to something that came up the last thing uh, the last thing that we did and that's just that we don't see ourselves friends we do not see ourselves through the lens of your failures do not do that to yourself you're more than your failures and this is god the father's um um provision not just mine the other thing is bunk beds and this is for anybody for one person in particular who might be listening um I spoke with them because they're experiencing a family issue and breakdown of sorts, and they're looking for a place to live, and it's really stressful. There's a broken marriage, and they're trying to find a place for their children that's still within the zone that would have to make it work, and they're just feeling really discouraged. And the bunk beds part comes in because it looks like in order to get a place to stay, 
they're going to have to consolidate the kids' rooms for the first time in their life, which it might not seem like a big thing to us in a way, but when you're a kid and you're losing maybe that sense of autonomy that you've had and and maybe they get to concern like, is this family going, are we going down? Is what's happening here? And I just wanted to encourage that person. And so I told them that, you know, in my life, I feel like, um, like short, if I could shorten this, I feel like I didn't encounter real struggle and pain and setback until I was far too old. And when it came and was knocking on my door, I didn't know how to deal with it. And it took me a long time to um, try to get my head around this difficult challenge in place. So my word to this mother is, listen, your, the, the consolidation bunk beds for your kids instead of their own rooms, the seeming, that difficulty, these kids, they need to experience setback in this situation. They need to learn how to overcome it. It would be better if it wasn't so. But let me tell you something. If they can come to the point of overcoming some difficulty that they have to face right now, they will be better people for it. And I mean that in the in that entire sense of the word, just a better person. I'm not saying more Christian and more giving and more like Mother Teresa. I'm saying they will be a better person for it. And that's my thought on that. So listen, failure, do not see yourself just through that lens. Give yourself a second chance and bunk beds. Not a bad thing. And that's the final thought from Port City Catholic. Unless JFAB has a final prayer. And she's given the thumbs up. God bless you all. We love you lots. And hopefully this <laughs> sees the light of day. Amen.